0: You're listening to the Detroit is Different After Dark Podcast Network. I
1: always knew it. Life would mold me to something proven. Into the ups and downs, I knew. So when they ask me, I tell them that we keep getting better, 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 better. we keep getting better, 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 we
0: keep getting better.
1: on, family? Yes, sir. What up, What's up on this thing? All right. Yeah. Welcome, welcome, welcome to season one of the Getting Better podcast, baby. All right. Yeah, so yeah. we're about to get started. Let me bring uh, bring my man on. Hold on one second.
0: What up, though? All right,
1: everybody. Say what's up to Calvin. All right. Calvin, everybody? you All right. Damn cool. Me. Yes, sir. I hear you well. Damn. All right. So cool. So this is um, actually the first episode, season one of the Getting Better podcast. And you might ask, well, what is this podcast all about? It's simple. This podcast is to deal with a lot of things that we haven't known or been able to discuss as men. So we want to get a understanding of our emotional and um, social development. So to say it another way, the purpose of this podcast is to have a dialogue to get various perspectives and solutions to what we experience as men. We want to explore the emotional and social development of men. We want to create a safe space where we can be ourselves and get a better understanding on what we went through, why we respond the way we respond, and develop solutions that we can use ourselves and we can hopefully have the world use some of these so we want this to be as relevant relevant as possible all right with that being started i'm gonna introduce myself my name is maulana tobert um i hail in detroit michigan and i have my brother cousin here you want to introduce yourself cousin?
0: (laughs) yeah man uh calvin I ain't going to tell you my last name, Uh, but I hail from Detroit as well, Um, a black man in his journey. You know, I think um, I fall under the category, you know, grew up in the hood, kids, Uh, father wasn't around. And I think that this podcast is going to be helpful for all black men because ultimately we all in our journey. We are trying to find that space, right? So that's what we're going to do. We're going to find that space.
1: Bet it up. All right. Well, that was actually perfect. And it's a perfect segue into what we're gonna deal with. Our first Let's thing. Talk about- is, our first thing is an icebreaker. Uh, are you probably would think this is fire. So the icebreaker. Yes, sir. So this one is th- this is a question. What movie has made you a made you to a better person any movie? Like, what movie inspired you and made you say, dang, I didn't know that was possible?
0: Oh, Antoine Fisher. That's my favorite movie.
1: Oh, explain that, man.
0: So, listen, man. Now, I'm not gonna lie. Like, when I first seen Antoine Fisher, uh-huh. it was so funny to me because there's a point in a movie if you've ever seen Antoine Fisher, you know that You know he goes through this horrible upbringing. He's raised... These two horrible individuals, and he enters into the army or the navy. I can't remember when he goes back home to show these people that he made something of himself. The lady mm-hmm. opens the door, and the first thing out of her mouth, she says, Nigga,
1: <laughs>
0: it made me laugh so hard, and it made me watch the movie. But in the movie, he he uh he gives a poem, and it's and it's uh, who's gonna cry for the little black boy and me. And if anybody ever had the opportunity, don't even watch the movie. Just fast forward to that point, because what yeah. he talks about, I think, is what every black man goes through. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, when we're growing up as black men, we're taught that crying is a negative thing. It makes you weak. Mm-hmm. When you hear this man talk and he says his poem, it's inspiring as hell mm-hmm. because it speaks just to that. Who's going to cry for me? Right. Who's who's going to accept my fears? Who's going to accept my flaws? And when I open up and I show them to you, who's going to accept it? It was too dope.
1: Bro, i didn't seen that movie. I can't say twice. I know i seen that when I was little and I cried, but I yeah. was young. I, yeah. It was a sad story. And I yeah. don't even remember that part. But it was yeah. it was like just the feel that you got family and you ain't know you yeah. had family like that. Yeah. 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 Bro.
0: That's, yeah that's, it's, it's it's the point in the movie where Antoine Fisher meets Denzel's wife and he gives her the speech, man. It's 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 the most dynamic thing I've ever seen in a movie. Mm. OK.
1: OK. Well, for me, I think my favorite, I'm gonna give you several.
0: The, the first
1: me? is, um, let's see. I would have to say uh the Godfather
0: Godfather
1: the Godfather Yeah, you got to speak on that, man. So, in the Godfather, that was the first time I saw how cultures ran themselves mm. and, and it was accepted. Yeah, right. They ain't nobody else. Any everybody else named, they made the the mafia look like, you know, some negative stuff. But really, yeah. the Godfather put in perspective that we're just a family. This ham- have handling family business to the Western yeah. eye is negative yeah. than the mud. So yeah. th- that, that that just putting it in cultural perspective, that was real exciting for me. Then the other aspect of the Godfather mm. was just how it was OK for a man to be a man. Yeah. You know what I mean? How now yeah. this is that time period where, um, you know, they it might, <laughs> be careful it was during this time they were traditional men so they behaved yeah. as such but the yeah. fact that everybody had a role and what i mean by role they had a purpose when they they understood that yo if you do this i can do this yeah so if the man out
0: working he yeah. was the muscle <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's, and it wasn't no ego. Everybody wasn't ego tripping. Like I want to do what yes. Blase Blase is doing. It's like this is what we do. <laughs> this is what you do. Now, yes. you know, can we improve on some of it? Yeah, but that, per, um, that just looking at that, it was it was um, it was exciting for me. Yes. So that was one. And then another one is a cultural film that I know you might not have seen, but I got to get it to you. It's called Quilombo. And Quilombo is a movie about, um, it's called Quilombo of Palmares, Uh is a Brazilian film. Mm -hmm. And they talk about the uh, black folks that broke out of slavery and went to live in the mountains of Brazil. They created Mm -hmm. whole um, communal structures in there. And they fought against um, the, 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 the colonies that came and tried to, you know, get more black people and take them back to slavery. Right. That movie talked from a Eastern perspective on how we see life. Um, this Mm -hmm. was the first time I saw that. So it was a dispute, um, with two of the civilians in the, in the, um, in the group. And right. they were coming over. One person was complaining that the other person was stealing the um, one of the fruits. The, the king or the general over the group, he said, how can someone steal the group? This this land is for God created us. this land. But right for us. He was like, that's just like me telling you that you're taking my piece of air. Oh, my piece right. of the sky! I can't look at that piece of the sky because you own deep. it. We don't own none of it. And that, that's and deep. listening to that as a young man, I was like, "We don't don't yeah, nobody talk deep. like that." Yeah. yeah and and then it made me think, what would the world be like if capitalism wasn't the the dominant thing? Like, if you can care for somebody and not expect to get, you know. Uh, some type of uh, financial yeah. response, to, you know. So it's like, mm. so, so that those are my two. I, I, I'm gonna add another one. What is the top three, either artists or songs, that that changed your life? Who were they and why?
0: uh come on, man. First of all. Oh, number one without a doubt is Tupac. Okay, right? I think I think most black people, Tupac was like our big brother, our uncle. He spoke to us. Okay, and he was a hell raiser. He was a mama's boy. He was all encompassing of what most black men are. Right? You show your face depending on where you're at. I think Tupac is definitely number one. Number two. Oh, number two, I'm going to have to say, this is going to be a little weird, but Juvenile, because Juvenile spoke to the young me, right? That was me in Detroit in 1998. Wilding in the streets. Before the 99 9, 9, the <laughs> Now they get on the dance floor, start back that thing, come on, and it's, it stank a little bit because they older. <laughs> but when we was growing up, back that thing up, they were still young. It was niggling in all of the right places. You know what I'm saying? So Juvenile will be number two. And then, mm. uh, let me see. The third one is going to be. Marvin Sapp, because hey, Marvin well, Sapp the no. spiritual side. Yeah, it's all over the place, okay. man. Okay, yeah, they are gonna find out I'm an all over the place type of dude. <laughs> okay, <laughs> That's okay, all over the place. I think Marvin Sapp because when he dropped that song, that everybody know. Um it just spoke to my life at that point, right? It was at a point where I was maturing to a man and I had my son on the streets. I was living life and I was trying to figure this life thing out. And that song just spoke to me, right? He saw the best in me when everyone else around me could only see the worst in me. I had changed, but they hadn't, right? So yeah, them, them, my three, brother. Now come so
1: on. I, I, sh- I should have been clear about my okay. question because it, it was what's the top three that influenced you positively? But well, maybe juvenile did influence you positively. Yes. Oh, positive. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay. laughs> it, it was positive. Okay. Bet it up. Okay. Um, let me see. My top three, it would be Marvin Gaye. Okay.
0: Okay. Deanzo. What's going on?
1: Uh, D'Angelo. Yes, sir.
0: Now you're going to elaborate on these, right?
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So for Marvin Gaye, yeah, you got
0: to elaborate on the Marvin Gaye and D'Angelo. Yeah.
1: So for Marvin Gaye, he tapped into a part of soul. That I didn't know existed. Now I put Marvin Gaye and Donnie Hathaway kind of for me. Not uh-huh. they kind of the same, not vocally, yeah. but in terms of Donnie can reach in places like he going straight to church on you.
0: Yeah, that that boy about to kill you.
1: Yeah, Marvin Gaye's voice is so smooth and like water. It you know, it's kind of remind me of uh Nat King Cole when I listen it to is. him. Yeah. So <clears throat> But his soul, when he made this song Flying High in the Friendly Sky, yeah, bro, he talked about being an addict and not really yeah. knowing and how he's using that to get away from the cares of the world. Yeah. And so then that actually tied me back into Richard Pryor because I love comedy <laughs> and music. So and Richard yeah. Pryor talked about his struggles with, with addiction and how that helped yeah. him get away from you know, his troubles of the world. So Marvin mm-hmm. Gay, he, he touches something inside of me that okay, it was a bro. He saw the, the the American national anthem. Uh-huh. And he and made he that healed. song so, beyond healed it. He yeah. made it sound like sexual healing. Yeah. And I'm like, Yeah. How do you, how do you do that? So that yeah. that's Marvin Gaye for me. He just just yeah. what he embody and he and he ain't trying. It's, uh, it's just like, hey, how you doing? You effortless. know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So that's Marvin and Gaye. And the boy
0: with the whole package.
1: Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. But but this is the time when they train artists. They had artist development. So yeah. you know, even if you want the whole package, you can get some of it. You know what I mean? They used to but, say
0: all of the women want to have sex with you, and all the men want to be you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's how they built it. Mean, me. I,
1: I, I don't see how we doing differently now. Nah. You know what I mean?
0: Most most no, young people man, look up no. to that. No, now is all everybody want to have sex with you There's no That's ambiguity that. in that. <laughs> That's That's that. Everybody. I, you you. Okay, let, let me
1: let me try to the keep this thing. <laughs> that's, we'll a that's perspective. Yes, sir. That's true too. Um the and then the other piece was D'Angelo. Uh uh-huh. D'Angelo came around at a time where when um Lady came out, I've never heard anything like that. And then to find out he played his own music, like yeah. instrument. He can play all yeah. of it. Yeah. And then you know, because I, I studied D'Angelo. He used mm-hmm. to have dreams of Marvin Gay, him and Marvin Gaye just sitting down. He really looked up to Marvin Gay. And I was really? like, That is yeah, oh bro. He I forgot, I think it was was it double XL or maybe it was um what's the Source? Maybe it was Source, source Magazine. Uh-huh. Um he he talked about his um, his connection with Marvin Gaye and and mm-hmm. just that soul, it, it comes out. And then the other thing, how he processes his, his uh, music, like what he does in the studio, he would get like a, um, he would have like a jam session and they would play so many times on a certain song that that would come into, like he might play a genre, right? He would say yeah. play, um, so, Line the Family Stone, um, one of their joints. They have played at to get in the groove. They have played so many times that what comes from that is voodoo. And I'm like, yo. So just hearing how he create music, that everything about him it just made me like, dang, that's hot. The but third... you know
0: was crazy. Did you see his verses?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's exactly Dr. what he did. That... Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Yeah. and then the third one, Jill Scott. Mm. Jill Scott changed my life from Philly. Jill changed my life from Philly. It she changed my life. She came in at a time where people. This is this for me. This is right when it was becoming obvious. Um. That what I was feeling, like an attack on men, like it wasn't okay. She yeah. came in and she she made this song called We Need You. Mm. We can do this stuff ourselves, but we need you. We need a, yeah. I can raise a son, but I can't raise a yeah. man. We need you. Right. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and then just
0: yeah. to the to honestly,
1: yeah, and just listening to how, how honest she is in her music, Bro, i I haven't heard anything that that honest in a long time. Like, that's yeah so, yeah, so those are the those will be my three. And I could have went further and did more, but that that Jill Scott that balance when you know what I mean. It's important for us to be together. You know, men and women, not just uh-huh. you get your own stuff. Yeah, 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 bro. That 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 that's what changed my mind. So, oh yeah, I mean that's really helped me. So yeah, yeah. You, you you got any questions on that? or oh, comments, other comments? Oh man,
0: you yeah you spelled that thing on us, Gary. Okay, I I wonder where it was gonna go with the Jill Scott and the D'Angelo, but yeah, man, I mean, you spelled that out. Yeah,
1: and 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 Jill, even though she talked like Jill's a <laughs> that's a real <laughs> sister. You know what I mean? She can get we, gutted.
0: What's we <laughs> Yeah, what's
1: <we saw> <laughs> Yeah. Microphone so, is- <laughs> yeah, let's let's. <laughs> you keeping it too real, cali <laughs> Yeah, that that yeah. I, I'm not gonna touch that, but you're absolutely right. That microphone changed the world. Yeah. yeah. Um.
0: So, like
1: that. I, I want I want to kind of position our discussion into. Right like what we're doing here. Um, okay. So for season one, episode one, we're dealing with relationships that that's what yeah. the whole season is for. Uh, we're dealing with relationships as it relates to yourself, as it relates to family, your relationship with your community, your nation, your neighborhood, the race in the world. We want to know okay. as, as black men, we, I know for myself, there's been times where I couldn't figure out like who to talk to when I needed certain help, yeah. right? Absolutely. Like, and a lot of stuff, like when you get older, stuff changes. So the people that you would confide in, bro, they they die, they yeah. might get sick, they might move. And so now you have to use, you know, some of the stuff that you've learned on your own but still when you need that that you know that just that positive reinforcement is like where do we go how do we deal with that and so that's where i'm finding myself at now that a a brother once told me he said the job of a man is a man and a woman but we're talking from a man's perspective but the job Mm -hmm. of a man is to develop a process to get us to our goal so you might say your job is to do one thing good. Now your job is to create a way where you develop a, an environment that will nurture what your goal is and nurture the habits you have to become in order to make that goal possible. And so with that, that's what I want to be able to identify men to see how they deal with um you know centering themselves when they feel attacked you know how, how what, what do you do when when your wife come at you or your girlfriend um but you know not not you personally i know you got a wife cuz yeah. we relate <laughs> yeah oh, wow. right this yeah it like be a weird. problem <laughs> yeah it's a little bit so you know how do we deal so that that is the the synopsis of the the season dealing with Relationships. If I, I believe life is all about relationships. Sometimes mm. you get a job not based on what you know, but who you know. Yeah. Sometimes you know you get favor because yeah. like I remember I got a job. Um, and this was the interview. I went to the to the institution, the owner walked me around, he knew who my father was. He said you start Monday. Yeah. Like no is real yeah so it's the, the, the relationships is, is where is that but the first relationship is the relationship with yourself so
0: Absolutely.
1: um, what, what kind of like insight do you have on it not even insight but do you have any feedback when it comes to <clears throat> excuse me dealing with yourself um, as a man like do yeah. you, you got anything on that
0: Absolutely. Like what would uh, I, think, yeah. I think? you know you you hit the nail on the head. And when I had my when I had my son, who's eighteen now, um, people used to always say to take a journey to raise a child. In this journey, going through manhood, I'm starting to understand that it takes a journey to be. A, it, it takes a, a, a community just to be a man. Oh, right. It takes a village. Journey, a village It takes journey? a village to be a man. It okay. takes a village. I'm sorry. It takes a village because yep. the journey and a process never stops. Mm-hmm. I'm 41 years old, and at 41, I'm just now starting to recognize who I am, what I want, and what I need.
1: Mm.
0: Because as as black men, I think that we are put into a box right? And that box is just like you stated, right? See, when you broke it down and you said that it's layers to this,
1: mm-hmm. it's
0: layers to it. But I think for so long, we've just been put in a box where you're a provider, you're a father, you're a man, but it's never been clearly defined what those things are. So, and since what we're doing is through our life, we're just going and we're grasping that straw is trying to get answers and we really don't have the community or the village around us to get the answers if i had a question right now about marriage who do i go to mm-hmm. grandfathers passed away yeah me and my father's relationship is shaky right all of the guys that i hang around their marriages are in you know the the state where it's a young marriage right so who do we go to and it takes a village it absolutely does mm-hmm. and that's i think that's what this helps us do is to come together mm-hmm. and have open dialogue because as mm-hmm. black men we really don't speak on our feelings we keep it bottled up mm-hmm. that's why this is the perfect platform for you to come out and you to be able to express yourself yeah that's that's that's
1: that's my thoughts exactly, and in terms of the idea of having a, a a village to help you continue to develop, um, sometimes it's hard to identify those people. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, the people that you thought it it ain't so. You know, so um, one of the things that I wanted to kind of hound um, just just a little bit. To get a little tighter on is when you deal with the challenges of the world, you Calvin. When you deal with the challenges of the world, what what do you do to get centered, stay centered, hmm. um, to block out the the rest of the the wishwashiness of the world? What what, what do you do uh, for that?
0: Honestly, I talk to myself, man. Mm. Okay. On my drive home, on my drive to work, I have full-blown conversations with myself in the car. Um, And I I talk things through because I don't have anybody, right? Mm. So who can I trust more than myself? So, Mm. and I know them people be looking at me like, this... Motherfucker, crazy as hell because I'm I'm literally in my car, and I'm talking to myself, answering mm. the whole shebang mm. because I don't have that person, right? My grandfather was my everything. You know, mm. I got this man tattooed on my arm, and I vowed I would never get a tattoo or get my ears pierced, but I got him tattooed on me to remind myself. It wasn't because it was a fad. I did it because every day when I'm getting out to shower, I look at my arm, and it's in remembrance of my grandfather who taught mm. me. What the value of a man was, right? Mm. He was, he was the old school man. Him and my grandmother were together till death did them part. Mm. I never saw my grandfather do anything that wasn't of a man, and he instilled all of that in me. Now, when saying that, growing up, he wasn't my father, right? So, yep. as a as a young boy, you don't get it wrong and cut from your grandfather you get a sympathy father, right? To some degree, Mm. because he don't have his father. So I'm gonna take it easy on him. Yeah. Yeah. So even when I was going through things, I couldn't take it to my grandfather. So I took it to the streets. Mm. And that's how most kids end up in the streets because we don't have, and I know I'm getting off subject, but that's, that's how we end up in a situation that we in because most people just don't have that person that they can go to and feel open to say, hey, listen, I'm going through this and I feel like I'm about to break down. I want to cry and yep. I don't know what to do.
1: Because
0: yep. it's a sign okay. of weakness in the black community.
1: Yep. Um, so, for you, is it, your grandfather was that, that, that rock.
0: Oh, absolutely. He, he was
1: the, that foundation for you. And absolutely. in terms of you being able to center yourself, you go inwardly. Yeah. Now, has it ever happened to you where you went inwardly and that problem didn't do anything? It didn't get better. It didn't get worse. It was just there. It did not go away.
0: Hey, baby, I'm betting 50-50.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it may happen. It may not. I'm so, betting so, 50-50. So, so how do you deal with that? Like, And I can share, like, some of the stuff I do. And, But, yeah, I, I want to... How do you are there other techniques that you use is it so, some folks go to what most men do drugs women and become workaholics right uh, that's that's how they deal with they 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 inner struggles um yeah yeah is that is that different for you i guess i can ask
0: my go to was sports You know, I always hit myself in sports because for that brief moment in time, I can get away from everything. Right. And it's something that I could have pleasure with. Um, I was never really big. I mean, you know, don't get me wrong. I did what I did, but women was never really my thing because I don't really like people like that. Okay. You know, so I can't, once I'm done with you, I'm done with you. I want to deal with you. So women was never really my thing. Um, my thing was always just finding some way to escape everything so what ends up happening is i don't have a lot of strong relationships Mm. because i wasn't a people person i'm not going to my mother i'm not a mama's boy you know i'm not like me and my sisters don't have that like oh that's my big sister we don't have that right Mm. and for me it was me you know i had a homeboy who you know we kind of vibed and we would talk but you know we 13 14 years old you know you really not gonna get nothing from that and then after that he went to jail so now i'm out here by myself i'm i'm learning on the fly so then after taking you know after going to church route and trying to do the pastor thing and realizing that they man just like we are you know they Mm -hmm. no different and their their advice really wasn't helping i told myself who can you trust better than yourself and i'd rather bet 50 50 dealing on me than putting my trust in somebody else that's real. But yeah. do you think so my
1: take on that is that continuous so my my ultimate thing is in order for us to have this this dope relationship with self family neighborhood nation race and world, mm-hmm. um you can't do that on the island. Yeah. Right. once you start to isolate yeah. yourself you, you can easily become a target or prey, you know, no matter how bad you is as a person it's is easy to pick you off cause you're not connected with anything. So oh,
0: I'm going through now. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. And I think that that's, and, and bro, it's interesting because now that I'm doing this, I'm, I'm talking to like, men I don't know. And how, how is such of know. a, is, is a, not a red flag, but it's such of a, a cry for help that's out here. You know what yeah. I mean? It's not like I need attention. It's like bro, I'm drowning. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Listen, if you can give a hand, help you me. know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so I'm. It's interesting that you said that because even though that is our natural response, we know that's not sustainable. But yeah. the, the question is, how do we adjust? And I think that this is one of the avenues to start exactly. to, to get you know to get because we talked like a week ago i know people like what y'all having a, a one-on-one conversation but no, <laughs> we, we, talk, we talked about a week ago just about some of the struggles that we had and in our personal life and i realized that it's just not me out here it's just not me just going through the same very thing you know so i need to talk to my brothers to see see what's going on in the world so I appreciate that um how- how so we dealt with self a little bit you you gave your insight, I guess I give mine um how do I deal with uh self when i'm when I feel attacked or when when things are going on um that that it may feel a little overwhelming. I do meditate um sometimes that works sometimes it don't bro yeah. um. One thing that I started doing that really clears my mind is walking, just Mm -hmm. just walking that. um, Well, let me say this, walking and then listening to like books. I I listen to a book, um, an audio book quickly. And so that really helps recenter me. But in the middle of a day when somebody talking crazy, Mm -hmm. um, sometimes I just need to take a nap. Even at work, I would go and to the bathroom and take put a five minute time on and and just veg out for a minute. Or if I can go to my car, and, and and veg out to get some type of peace. So when I come back, I don't feel any anger, any you know, ink, inks. Yeah. You know what I mean. So yeah. that, that's that that's my um, solution. Uh, yeah, so
0: you so said I, nap, walking. So let me ask you this. Um, what about when those things don't work?
1: Um
0: right? You just you having just yeah. one of them days where it just seemed like, is it kick scary and a ding ding day? Yep. Everything's coming at you. Yep. And those things don't work. Who do you go uh, to? I'm gonna
1: tell you what I do. When what well, sometimes if I'm inspired to call somebody, I will. But you know what? All, what has not failed me yet. Listening mm. to comedy, Man. having somebody crack on somebody in the middle of the day, is like, bruh. You, it get me out of my funk. Yeah, because because once you get a distraction, or I listen to music. Like sometimes mm. music, it and it that vibe will be so strong in that song that yeah. you can turn it off and it's still playing in your head, and you like. Ooh, that's nice. All you need is a distraction sometimes to just get you out that yes. funk and you can move forward. Yes. So when those things don't work, like the three things I said, walking, um, <clears throat> listening to an audiobook or meditating, when those things don't work, then, then bro, I guarantee you, uh, music, um, comedy. And, and I'm gonna be honest. Uh, but again if I'm inspired calling my grandma bad yeah. jokes but yeah. but that's, oh, that's, that's yeah yeah I know you know <laughs> but that that's 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 far and few between but its still it still works you know what I mean so yeah. th- those are some of the things I do to just center myself and and I so haven't found it uh-huh go ahead No, go ahead I haven't found that any of those things um fail me. Like when one of them failed me, doing one of the others, it oh I I forgot about this. When it's too bad and I start to think about what's good in my life, I think about my daughter.
0: I was just about to say. <laughs> yeah. I
1: I think and, and sometimes I have to think about when she was younger because right now she might have been ticking me off. You know what I
0: mean? Yeah.
1: So, yeah. But, but that that works too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that works too.
0: So. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I think <laughs> I think what we're saying is that, you know, ultimately when you're going through these things is finding the things that bring you peace. Yep. Yeah. I think the problem is that I think the problem is Lies in the fact that do a black man really have peace?
1: I, w- I was about to say that sometimes we don't know what peace looks like.
0: Yeah, but, we've been in, we've been in chaos for so long that it's impossible to know what peace looks like.
1: But I will say this: as as a man, you can't bring to you what you don't have in you. So you can't find peace if you ain't got peace inside. If you don't know what that feels like, like, I, what, yeah. I might not have a wife, but I know what she feel like when I find her. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I've had those those touches where I was like, oh, this is the quality of, of my wife. Or, you know, when those good things happen to you, you know what's good. Yeah. And I yeah. definitely, in, in those moments when I need to just Relax and take it easy, yes. oh, I know exactly what that feels like, so I think yes. all of us had that, even if it's just you land on your grandma, you know what hey. I mean, or I'm saying, yes. grandma yes. it could be whatever made you fit yes. like it made you feel safe, you might have to go back to when you was five, but you've experienced yes. it before, so yes. yeah, as a man now and, and I'm gonna be honest, some of us make choices that keep us in war,
0: oh, absolutely, without a doubt. So,
1: so I I we we got to be fair about you know us not being able to find peace. It ain't that you can't find peace. It's just how how valuable is that to you? Cause sometimes it's only valuable. Uh-huh.
0: Oscar, I think it's to a point where, you know, if I told you to build a house and that was it, how would you build a house? We don't have the tools. And what we were told was that, you know, like having having this um, this father figure around and and having these these figures around that we could talk to, that those were our tools. But a lot of people don't have those tools, so uh, well, we. I actually
1: is those tools. Do you think those tools are necessary? Absolutely.
0: Hmm. Okay. Absolutely. I think I think in order for us to become a man, you have to have seen it. And how this relates to the P thing is that was one of the things about my grandfather. I never seen my grandfather raise his voice.
1: Ever. You never seen him you never seen him do what?
0: Raise his voice. Mm. I never even seen my grandfather angry. Mm-hmm. I know he got angry. But mm-hmm. I think that strategically, he made it a point for us to never see it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? So that's how, and my grandfather was very to himself. So now that I'm thinking about it, that's probably why I stayed to myself because that's what I saw. Mm-hmm. I saw, I man, my grandfather didn't have friends. We didn't have Saturday nights where everybody would come over. My grandfather spent his time working. If he wasn't working, it was me and him in the backyard working on a Corvette. I was his best friend. Nice. He didn't have friends coming around. So naturally, now when I grow up, a friend—don't get me wrong—it's cool, but I invest in family. I don't invest in friends. Hmm. So yeah, I, I I think you have so to. That, do, yeah, you just need those tools. I now I asked
1: that question because sometimes the tools come after you've made your mind up. Mm. And, and I'm saying that, yeah, so what I'm finding out is that none of us had a plush childhood. Everybody yeah. got a story. Absolutely. You can get the worst of the worst and some of those worst of the worst become the best of the best. How did yeah. that happen? They didn't mm-hmm. have the tools. Did they need the tools? Mm. They didn't. What you need is to have your desire so strong and your vision so clear, there is no other op There's no other way but the tools is gonna find a way to.
0: <laughs>
1: and the way that you do that is by finding something you love. so a man with a purpose will attract everything you need. Heck, a kid with a purpose <laughs> will attract everything that they need. You ain't cause none of us are perfect, and none of us will be perfect. and since we won't be perfect, we know our parents not. Oh, man, that's so yeah, that's what I'm thinking. That's why I asked about the tools. I, in in my experience, I realized that sometimes you want something so bad you ain't never seen it, but you felt it, and and that, yeah, feeling it, it it created a vision in your head. Like you might not never had a million dollars, but you got a vision on what you would do with it. And you yeah. you just keep on you start playing around with like mm, if I had a million, what the what would that feel like? What would it smell like? Mm. What would what would a million dollars taste like? And we're not talking yeah. about actually tasting money, but what does that lifestyle produce? And yeah. and it, the truth is a lot of us use that thing of us not having the tools because we don't want to make the necessary adjustments to become the men we never mm. around. I mm. think. Because once bro, you gonna get you gonna get in this in a position where you're gonna question yourself when, with the actions that you're doing. And this is gonna be like eff it. I ain't going through all this. Like I heard yeah. it was this one rapper called Fonte. He that's that's my guy. He was saying that, you know, he, he heard about his dad wasn't Jack, and he said he'd never be like his daddy, you know, he gonna have a family and make sure he he there for his son and he he said it real creatively but the gist yeah. of it was he said i went out of town to do a gig i came home my lady's closet and all my son's stuff was cleared out and so now i'm in the car driving looking in the back seat like dang i didn't became the same man i said i wasn't gonna never be life yeah. happens bro we get caught up yeah. and we think that our parents was the worst of the worst not knowing they was doing the best they could yeah so that's that that's my two cents on that so i'm i'm a we we saying a lot and this is is actually definitely oh cuz i was about to go there
0: <laughs> oh, go ahead go, go go ahead go ahead i think you said something that 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 yeah our parents were not perfect but i think that the mother always gets the pass and the father does not yikes true,
1: true. i yeah. mean that 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 may be very real true but i also believe that although life may not be fair i think it 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 balances itself out cuz although the woman might be the one to get protected in that way is other ways that we do what we want <laughs> you know what I mean and women can't do that you know what I mean so yeah but I, 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 uh-huh.
0: when you talking about dealing with you know the child okay yeah how it affects them uh-huh. I think that a lot of the reasons why black men go through what we go through is because of that exact reason right we don't get the benefit of the doubt we're in a box mm-hmm we gotta stay within that box.
1: Mm-hmm. If
0: you jump outside that box, it's a problem. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think that's what we're dealing with in society right now. Mm-hmm. Is that men are trying to come out of this box. And what is coming out of this box is causing, is roughing, is ruffling a lot of feathers. We're trying to break out of this box. It's 2023, a lot more information is available to us right? In the 80s, if your daddy left, you couldn't find him. Mm -hmm. Bottom line, you ain't finding your daddy in the 80s. Mm -hmm. Now you got Facebook. (laughs) You got Google search. You can pay $2. You can find out where anybody is at. Yep. Right? So, and now we're starting to hear the other side of it. It's no longer just like you're getting the one side of it. And I think that's, yeah. So, okay.
1: Um... I think your, your your comment was that. Say your comment again about women not. What did you say about women or mothers?
0: We done. We going downstairs. Um. Well, you, you so, know, uh,
1: just to let you know, she's going downstairs.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> the time while I told her, like, hey, you know, the sad, sad story. Uh huh. Um, What did I say about mothers?
1: It it was something along the lines that uh, mothers don't get, men don't have it. um, That's it. That's it. Um,
0: Yes, the same. Mothers, mothers get the benefit of the doubt. Fathers don't. Yeah, right. When it comes to when it comes to your upbringing and making mistakes, I can forgive my mama. She was doing the best she could with what she had.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: With my father. No, nah, man. You, you got to pay the price. Yeah. Yeah. You could have. Yep. You could have. <laughs> you could have. But you didn't. That's real, bro. That's, that's real. As you grow up, here's the twist plot to that it's as you grow up and you don't become your father and you want to be in your kid's life and you get that one. And then you start to see the traits in the one that you had a baby with that your mama got mm. and now you going through exactly what your father went through?
1: mm mm-hmm.
0: Ooh. I didn't like it,
1: but I understand. Ooh. <laughs> yes, sir.
0: <laughs> Ooh.
1: Yes, sir. Yeah. But, but I also think that that's part of the emotional development portion of what we talk about, which is... Because we don't know how, we don't know what we need. And because we don't know what we need, we choose whatever's close to us. Mm. And those choices catch up with us in the long run because we didn't know. Yeah. But it's never about what you do or don't do. You always get, if you breathing, you got time to make that up. Oh, yeah. So, is I know you said you and your dad's relationship was rocky, but it got to, because sometimes all the stuff we say we should do, some mm-hmm. of us not ready for that. Mm-hmm. If you got the, if you had the daddy that you were supposed to have, you wouldn't treat him right. Yeah. You know, because you didn't appreciate it. Yeah, You know, and, and I'm not saying that in a real sense, but what I'm saying is sometimes stuff come to us like it's supposed to come to us. Yeah. It's, it's not convenient for us, so we get to blab in our mouth because it's uncomfortable. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I'm and, and you, you... I think in certain situations, like you say, the woman... Well, for most part, the women do get the benefit of the doubt when it comes to the family, and, and men got to work through it. I understand why that is. You know what I mean? I know that a lot of the men that came before me didn't do the right, they didn't choose right. And and I'm not saying chose the woman, the choices that they made, that they made to yeah. remove themselves from the family, to remove themselves from whatever, or, you know, just ain't nothing out here in terms of for us to eat, so you figure out a hustle. And that hustle sometimes is not productive to longevity. Yeah. So, you know, I get it, but now that we here, the, the whole thing is, How do we move forward with that? How do we do better than the ones that came before us? That's what I want to focus on. And in terms of the the women, I believe if we become the standard bearers that we can be, that'll work itself out. I'm not worried about that. You know what I mean? The the, the spirit flows through the path of least resistance. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? You you attract what you need. So yeah. Yeah. I, and you, you, you kicking truth, but it's like now that we know that, how is that gonna help us to be better? Yeah, this podcast is about getting better, and that ain't gonna do nothing but make it start making you remember all the times when.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? So that's why on the back end, uh-huh. on the back end of me and my father, our relationship is rocky, but we're working on it. When before. There was no work. Yep. Now that I'm older, I'm mature, I can have those hard conversations that at 16, 17, 25, 35, I couldn't have them. Mm -hmm. But now I'm starting. And the wish that I have is that I would have had something or somebody to fast forward this process because we both missed out on a lot. Yeah. We both missed out. And as men, it's hard for us to say this, but it's the truth. And it's what we spoke about when we had our conversation. Is that we will forever yearn for our father's approval. We go forever. Oh oh, oh. Oh, yeah. All right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Too far, too far, too far. Too far. Bring it back. Bring it back. So so
1: we we talked about self in terms of the relationship. Then we moved to family a little bit. Yeah. And when it comes to family, we have certain dynamics that um just we inherited. Yeah. And how do we make those better? Like in, in terms of a family, how do you identify? And we get we get more into this as we go, go along in the in the season for this yeah. podcast. But how do you identify um, the, the men that you like or how did you identify the men that you wanted to? Uh, be like or were there any men around in real life or were you just looking off of the TV screen so it, it's if you don't have oh go ahead go ahead Kyle
0: no go ahead go ahead
1: yeah if you don't have a viable um, outlet for a what, what do they the, the people say say this a lot If if you don't see representation mm-hmm. it's hard for you to dream and imagine yeah. So, so that's why when true. W- when you have people in the suburbs and they have their next door neighbor being a doctor, it's easy for them to transition because they're seeing it from from day one. Yeah. So when, well, when you live in the hood and then you got a mechanic next to you, you got a uh, pastor on the other side and then you got a dope dealer down the street.
0: You'll
1: find the fun in it. You're going to find the the path of least resistance. Yeah. And the quickest. So that's normally the, you know, the hustlers. So I I think that the family structure is very important for us to be that moving from self into family. Yeah. And it's also from our family. What do we get? Because whatever we bring in, in a relationship is typically what was sometimes is unresolved from our past. So, um, I want to touch on that a little bit. Um, yeah. So family community, what, what, how do you feel about, um, I, I have the belief that strong families make strong communities. Mm-hmm. So if you don't Absolutely. have, if like what what's, when it comes to community, what's your outlook on that in terms of the, a man's role, a man's role in the community? Leader, okay. Give give uh-huh. me more. Like, how does that look? A leader, how?
0: Man, that's a that's a rabbit hole. Um, we got time. Yeah, I think leader is somebody who is willing to become what the community needs and they're willing to stand and even more better die on it. I think that's what we've lost as a black community, somebody who's willing to stand on it and die on it. Okay. And I mean that in the literal term, okay. I am willing to die on what I stand on. And now in 2023, people are just willing to go with the flow, the path of least resistance. Right, So now we started to, in our communities, we started to accept what was unacceptable back in the day. Hmm. Even when it comes to as simple as gang activity, right? Back in the day, there were rules. No children, no kids. Now, these hey, he's our kids, they don't, they'll shoot their mama. They'll shoot their sister, they'll shoot a baby, they don't care. And so we've lost that. So to me, a leader is somebody who's willing to stand on it and you willing to down. That's it. Mm. That's
1: okay. So in terms of what's needed, you saying we need more leaders in the community.
0: Yeah, I I don't think we have any leaders in our communities. None. Mm. I think at this point we are just going with the flow. Path of least resistance. You don't want to be canceled. You you don't want to be called out on Facebook. You don't want to be attacked. And I understand it, right? I understand it. But I think that that created this lack of leadership in our community, and now there's absolutely no leadership. Okay.
1: Okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't have none of that. I think. um I think what I could add in terms of what I'm looking when I look at community and what's important to me is, um, like I said before, strong families, Mm -hmm. but also was very important is having, um, having people that's curious about the needs of the environment around them. So if you have somebody who sees that all of the children are outside and there's no structure, um, there's no structure for the children. They just outside, just running about.
0: about.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Just, just, they're just out there loose, you know what I mean? In the streets, whatever. If, if you had folks that could be empathetic to what the child's going on, and what the child is going through, and what the child needs, then it may be something where you get an older gentleman or an older uh, woman, and because what's what's happening a lot in Detroit now is the um, community gardens. Mm-hmm. I think that's brilliant, and I do know an elder man who would have children come in and you know help with the garden, and they learn and they learn an agri- agriculture through that, that engagement um, and some structure. So I think if we have more people that just are open to hearing what, what, what the folks are um, experiencing, that that could help a bit too. Yeah. I, I'm going I'm to share with you this this thing I saw on um, online. It was on one of the short, it wasn't a short, but it was a video on YouTube or maybe it was Instagram. They were showing a young dude was in the backyard. I think he was trying to break into this house. Mm. He had a gun in his hand. And it was dark, but you can see on the film that it had the night vision on on a camera. So, this dude had a pistol in his hand pointed because by this time, by the time he got through the gate of the the backyard, it was this older man that was in the house that had came out, and he had it on him. He had that (laughs) shotgun. Yeah, He said... Hey Amen. I'm I'm gonna just tell you this now. This ain't what you want to do. And I, I don't I don't want you to shoot me, and I don't want to shoot you, but what's going on? You know, and he just started talking to him. He said, bro, why are you doing this? Like I you you can you can leave like but first you're gonna have to put that piece down.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Bro, he 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 had this young man put the gun down, he put his gun down, and they just start he he walked them in the house and they just started talking. And I was like, bro, that's that's nobody. Well, one, nobody is 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 a lot of us. We don't see that no more. You know, with somebody that you can't teach what you don't love. Yeah, you can tell that this man loved his people. Yeah. And probably he just loved the idea of not going to jail, but he loved his people. And so I think that that's important for us to be just, like you said, stand on it. And down. Now, I, I don't want to kind of harp on the dying part. Let me we, let me elaborate
0: on that. Just in well, that. Hold on. We,
1: we quit die for something. We don't live for nothing, man.
0: That's that's my point in saying it. Right. OK. Like okay. when you standing on it. Uh-huh. I'm not talking about standing on, you step on my shoes, I'm going to blow your brains out. Okay. I'm talking about in this sense that you just said, that man could have very well lost his life. Yeah. But he was willing to die for it in order to save that boy. Yeah. That's the stand on it and die on it that I'm talking about. Right? Like, right yeah. now, you're absolutely right. We got a bunch of people out here who are willing to die for nothing. I'm saying if you're going to die, die for something. Okay. Don't- don't die because you in a club and you drunk <laughs> and you see somebody and y'all get into an argument and that has to end up with 14 people being shot at a nightclub. Gotcha. I'm saying that if you are, perfect example, Graham, is it, is, no, it's not grand Rapids. Who's dealing with the water crisis? Flint. 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 It's never been resolved. Mm-hmm. They still got dirty water yep this is what year seven eight no leader has stepped up and said yo we gotta fix this or it's gonna be a war if you are killing our people <laughs> it's gonna be a war mm-hmm. we're gonna tear down flint flint will be no more because y'all are killing our babies Y'all killing our wives, our sisters. Y'all killing everybody, but we don't have that in the community anymore. And here's the crazy thing: other communities have that. They got people who willing to die on it. I'm dying on this because I'm not gonna let you do that.
1: No, I I definitely think it's a time and place for all of it. Yeah, absolutely. we, We we need a whole bunch of. Well, I'm gonna say this: the people that's gonna do that gonna do that anyways. It's just when, when the opportunity positions itself, just like the Alabama thing, it's it's gonna come through, right? Um, but I will say that even if you don't die on it, it's something that you can do. Everybody ain't gotta do everything, but everybody can do something. Yeah. So if because you, you won't have you would never have just a a world or a nation full of warriors or a nation full of financiers. You you got you got a hodgepodge of of everything because because mm. inside of people is is whatever that helps them feel like they have a sense of purpose in their um, development. So it might be painters or whatever, but whatever you can do, I would say to stand on that to make sure that you are pushing the best out of you and to get the best out of people. So I, I'm with you in that in that regard. Um, you 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 good? Look like you was about to say something.
0: No,
1: right, right. Um. Th- so I think self, family, community. I- I'm we solid. Um, and and I'm a because I know we we've been doing we've been chatting for like an hour and four minutes. So w- mm-hmm. we let's let's talk about and and I'm gonna just uh put these together. Neighborhood, nation, racing, world. Well, let's look at nation, racing, world. Mm-hmm. I didn't growing up. It was I was like a baby of the of the seventies and eighties. Mm-hmm. So from that, you know, it, it was it was taught to me about the riot in Detroit in sixty seven. But it wasn't a riot; it was an uprising. Yeah, uh, or the rebellion in sixty seven. Yeah. So hearing about that and hearing that, you know, my mother he she has some personal. Um, experience that she shared with me about Mm -hmm. that, how she left the city based on my grandfather putting them in a van a a truck or a vehicle and, and and shipping them off my dad had experience about that time and so me being a child of of moments like that it started the discussion when i was a little boy about what a nation looked like Mm. And, and what a nation of people that look like me look like and mm. I want to have more of that discussion on for right now is that important to us is, is it important for us to because again we started with self if you ain't got a strong self you ain't gonna have strong families. if you don't have strong families you're not gonna have strong communities and if you don't have strong communities your neighborhood gonna look like crap Yeah. so if you start there is it important now that we need a nation or do we just become what we, what the trajectory is showing us right now, which is being more of individuals? Cause that's what I see now is, is we all for self. We all about the bag,
0: yeah. like
1: Bro, you can survive and still help somebody else. Yeah. So what, what's your take on that?
0: Um, I think right now, definitely we are, we are a self-driven community. Uh, but we pull in who we want to. I think that building a nation. Yeah, that's that's gonna be episode 1,238. <laughs> why, why you say that? We're a long way from that. Mm. You know, we're a long way from that. I think that. I think, and that, and I think that's that's what's going to hopefully inspire people to come to this podcast and just listen, right? Because you got to deal with self. That's a whole, that's one of the hardest things to do is to look within yourself and fix what's wrong in you. Okay. And then you got to move that to your family and deal with all of the inner beefs and all of the lies and all of the truths and all of that, you got to fix that. And then you got to move that to the community, and then you got to establish leaders. And now we're talking about all right, let's come together, let's build a nation. So, yeah, man, that's that's gonna be that's gonna be a long line of addressing.
1: I, I think I, I I agree with you that it's it's not gonna be over day overnight. Yeah. Um, and and what I have learned from my short experience on life on this earth is that to make l- big change, you don't need a whole lot of people. Mm-mm. The only thing you need is a couple of serious folks that are motivated and inspired, yeah. got vision and that they're willing to do whatever it takes to get whatever done. Yeah, And and I think that the, the nation idea, the only reason I bring that up because I don't hear a discussion about that. I, it, as we talk about men developing, my question is, what are we developing for? Oh. If, if, if the, the whole reason why it's important to me, because I think it's important for us to be able to have these. Imagine if you had a head of state with a brother that you grew up with and he's politically on point. He's keeping the promises that he made to the community he's keeping that on his back, and he has a support system to make sure they keep him on track. He ain't just mm-hmm. being pushed out to the wolves of of um modern politics, yeah, so I think that we can have more of a discussion in that area, and I think we should because I mean being a better man to be a better man that's that's cute but that, that that don't. That don't even make sense to me. It has to be for something. And it can't be just for our own gain because yeah. like once we got all the money, once we become the Jay-Z of the world, then what? We just going to reproduce what's already out there and we know that's killing us. Yeah. That don't make sense to me. Yeah. So that's why I'm saying that we, we talked about ourselves. We should be talking about ourselves to make sure that we become better people so that our families be tighter. Mm-hmm. And, then, and once our family's tighter, we can take it outside of the house and put our arms over the, the things that we care about, that community, whether, whether it's a community of, of hoopers, a, yeah. com- a, a community of, of. I'm not saying everybody got to be perfect. You can have hustlers on the street. Yeah. Can you organize those hustlers to do stuff that could benefit the community? We got to start where people are. You know, everybody ain't going to going to engineering school, or doctor. School. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So that that's that's kind of what I wanted to touch on during this podcast. And mm-hmm. that's why I got you in, because I know that the vibe as we flow back and forth, that it can be a, a true representation of what we experience in in our neighborhoods. You know what <laughs> I mean? Yeah. So that that's that
0: what's the uh what in the bible it talked about the people who were trying to build uh their way to heaven and god ended up scrambling their their vocabulary so that they couldn't understand it Mm. i think that's our biggest problem
1: Mm.
0: as black folk right like our vocabulary is scrambled what, what you mean by
1: that? Help me understand. I, one, I never heard that in the Bible. Um, but that ain't saying much because I heard
0: the Bible. Me either, sorry. It might not even be true. It might you know how we do. <laughs> that that might have been the Tupac song. Who knows? I'm rolling with it though. You know, it is what it is. But what I mean by that okay. is is that in order for us to start with a nation, we gotta have people who are willing to Want to be in that nation?
1: No, no, no. I'm, I'm which I, I got that. The scramble part. What do you mean about this? What's scrambled?
0: About our verbiage being scrambled?
1: Yeah. Help me understand that a little bit. Oh, Okay.
0: Um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't use you because you got a, you got a great situation. Men and women's communication uh-huh. is scrambled. Right. Mm-hmm. Scrambled. We have to figure out a way, and I'm not saying whose fault it is, but until, because that's the basis of everything. The basis of everything is family, and family don't necessarily have to be who you're related to. Your family can just be the people that you bring in, and y'all are all on one accord. I think it's the getting on one accord that's the issue from us actually building a nation. Right. Like it's it's like it's the hierarchy. It's the man. It's the wife. It's the kids. And then it spreads out. I think that that has been so scrambled that to get to a nation, that's where we got to start addressing it. Oh, and that's where it comes right back into self. Right. Because as men, we've lost we've lost a lot of value. We're not done. Yeah. Right. We still got room to grow, but we have to internalize and we got to figure out how to fix this thing, because at the end of the day, we're accountable. Facts. We are men. Facts. We are accountable. There is no. Yeah, but she. Yeah. But what about. No, we are accountable. That's that's what we were designed to do is why we stronger is why we is why people say men are thinkers and women are. Whatever it is that they are, but it's why it's that structure, right? Because that's what we're designed to do. And until we, the nation, cap, cap. Oh, yeah. Um, I just had a call come in. My bad. Okay. Yeah. But I
1: yeah. think that, after you ahead. after you just diss women, then you're all messed women
0: up. It wasn't a diss. No, it's not a diss. It's just like it, nobody's role is defined anymore. Yeah. Right. Like women want to be men. Men want to be women. It's scrambled. It's all scrambled. And women have a valid reason as to why they are in that position. Right. Because we've taken a different approach. Yeah. And that different approach has gotten us the results that we're doing now. It's, it's like it's like parenting. Right. When, when we grew up, there were certain things that your parents allowed. There were certain things that your parents didn't allow. And as kids, we said, oh, when I have kids, I'm never doing that. So now that we have kids, we're not doing what our parents are doing. And now look at what's going on. Right. So it's trickled down. And now this is the effect. It's the same thing with men and women. Now we've trickled it down and now. Look at what we are dealing with. So, so, let me ask
1: you this, Calvin. Mm-hmm.
0: If, get hmm in trouble, come on. N- no, this this, <laughs> this
1: actually gonna get you out the get no, you out, ahead, uh, out 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 the target. The the scope of the target. So, let me ask you this: if if you could imagine a nation, mm-hmm. if you could build a nation, mm-hmm. no limitations. Mm-hmm. Everything is as it should be.
0: Mm-hmm. What would that look like? Cohesiveness. Give me more. Everybody has a part and everybody is playing a part. You can say that's happening now. Ooh.
1: Everybody has a part. We don't agree with it, but everybody has a part. And everybody's mm-hmm. playing their own part now. We don't agree with it, but you, we, those people ain't aliens. It's foreign to us. It's alien to us based on where we come from and based on our upbringing. But pepper has a, has a part to play that I'm not going to eat too much pepper, but you know, it's yeah. What, what, so, so give me more about, you know, would, would it, if it was no limitations?
0: Yeah, if it yeah, would just, be, it, it would look like how this thing was designed to be. It would be men running households, mm. right? Being leaders, and women being up under that umbrella, and the kids being up under that, and the decisions that are made within this community people would come together and everybody would have a voice. And then one leader would say, all right, this is what we're doing. Mm. But now everybody has an opinion. Every The kids got opinions now. Everybody got an opinion. Cohesiveness, okay. right? Structured, detailed. That's what a nation looks like to me. Structured and detailed. Everything is detailed. And we never deviate from that. OK. Fair enough. What's yours? Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) Ask me the question. If you had the perfect nation, no limitations, what would that look like for you?
1: Uh, I think the first is I will build institutions that can reproduce the type of men and women that we need for the future. So that would look like the educational systems having inside of itself, having a place where young boys and young girls will learn how to manage their emotions. It to have a place where young men and young girls learn how to, communicate past just where they are in that moment Mm. um it'll have a place where when you miss something it's accepted for you to get it down the line so Mm. these so what it used to be currently like they used to have um community colleges Mm. where you can go and if you didn't understand something in school, you go to the community college and you could like kind of, it's a, uh, you can go through all of that stuff, the remedial stuff and yeah. get solid on it. Yeah. Um, yeah so I will have more of that. I will have places where um, it, it's okay for men to talk about men's issues. Just to deal with men's issues. I'll have a place where women can talk about women's issues just to deal with women's issues. But the only person, the only purpose of us separating those two is because we understand we have different functions in this, in this society. Mm-hmm. And the whole function is for after we work ourselves or we ain't even got to be perfect, but after we get understanding, then it has to be something that we come back together to move forward. And, and we agree to, mm-hmm. so I think, part of that and then just to make it you know commercial it would look like what we felt when we watched Wakanda <laughs> you know what I mean how, how you saw us running our own stuff and we being proud about it you know what I mean we, we not making excuses for nothing when people trying to the one thing that has been historically represented in our um longevity as a people is us not becoming the people that oppressed us. Mm. And I think that that is, is still important. So those are some of the elements I would want to have in my nation. Mm. Mm. I like that. So with that being said, I think we are wrapping up and, um, bro, this conversation for me, it, it, it did two things. One, It satisfied the purpose of us kind of going over what the whole season would look like. Um, and it's two, it gave me a better sense on like how a little hood boy can be so radical. I wasn't expecting this from you, (laughs) you like stand on it and die. I'm like, whoa, stand on it. But I think that that's 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 honest and that's that's needed. So, um, yeah, let's wrap this thing up. If if do you have any, you know, things that you will want to lead the audience with, um, any words of encouragement or anything to say um, that could help them, you know, tie over to the next time?
0: Oh, yeah, man. Listen, this is going to be. I think that this podcast is going to expose both of us. And I think that our vulnerability and our lack of, pardon my friends, but giving a fuck is going to open up the doors to have the conversations that we must have as Black people, as Mm -hmm. people. Let's remove the Black out of it, just as people. Mm -hmm. I think that this is much needed to men who are not afraid to say, I cried yesterday, that hurt. Mm -hmm. I think that it's going to help that young boy that grown man who's been dealing with things his whole life but he's been afraid to open up and say what's really going on and i think that if we can do that and we can show that sometimes on this podcast we may say something that people don't agree with it's going to be okay because what we're doing is the work and that's what this podcast is going to be about the work mm-hmm. don't pay attention to things i said pay attention to the work because that's what we're doing we're putting this work in well brother,
1: I think um that that's that that's perfect and I'm going to close us out with a quote. Mm. And the quote is failure will never overtake you if your if your determination to succeed to succeed is strong enough. Again, failure will never overtake you if your determination to succeed mm-hmm. is strong enough. That's by um Ogmandino.
0: Yeah, you let and that breathe for a minute. I, I think
1: that that is um, well. When I see it again, say it again. Failure will never overtake you. Yeah, your determination to succeed is strong enough. To me, that just talks about you being able to have something burn inside of you mm-hmm. so strong. That it doesn't matter what gets in your past, past. Yeah. The vision that you had in your mind is gonna, is is gonna, y'all, go, is gonna bring you closer to you, closer to it, and it closer to you. If, yeah. if you just believe that you can do it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I want to leave everybody with, even though you might go through stuff in your life, it ain't done. If, yeah. you, if you listen to this, you still got another day, or even not a day. I don't. I don't want to make an assumption that that we gonna make it through the day, But mm-hmm. you still got another moment to try and do better. So, yeah. with that being said, pre- I appreciate everybody, Calvin. Good look out, man. This is our first of many episodes to come, Sorry. and um, everybody, I, I I I pray and hope y'all do what our motto is, which is us getting better. Yeah. Y'all take it easy.
0: We keep getting
1: better, 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 we keep getting better, 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 better,
0: better, better, we keep getting better, 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 better.
1: We keep getting better 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 we keep getting better 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 we keep getting better 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 we keep getting better better better